there's always an opportunity to be a better us for this world. So claim it! It's time to develop me for we. Happy morning everyone! Welcome to Develop Me For We. If this is your first time tuning in to this podcast, whether in audio or video and YouTube, welcome, 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 and thank you for taking this time to listen and watch. So I'm Stasai Son, your host, and here at Develop Me For We, we aim to really discuss about the critical things by asking a lot of questions and reflecting so that we can move forward with passion and direction. So since it's me wanting to take a lot of leaps of faith and branching out and trying to step outside of my comfort zone. I'm here branching out by having more video podcasts. So uh, since I want to like drop an episode right away that would be very relevant to be this season because it's Holy Week and we're all at lockdown because of coronavirus, I decided to take up this article that I've recently written. So this is part of the Holy Week special of my high school paper. Like I got featured in this alumni corner. So I'll also link this episode, so uh, this article rather, so you guys can read it. But I'll actually be tackling it in this episode, but adding more insights as well as, of course, yung inaabangan <laughs> at the very end, what you look forward to, the questions that will help us really process everything that we've learned today. So let's jump into that right now. So I just want to start by asking you guys, what's in your mind right now? Like really, what's in your mind? It's not what it would be like, not wondering what your breakfast would be tomorrow in the morning, or just worrying about all those schoolwork or office work that you have. What I'm really trying to ask what's inside your mind is actually those deep thoughts that we tend to bury at the back of our heads. We try to shush them out because we convince ourselves that we're too busy right now to accommodate them. There are too many pressing and urgent things that have to be tackled now rather than those um, disturbing thoughts that will really disturb the patterns that we have. And right now, now that we're already in lockdown, there are a lot of things in our usual routines that have been disturbed. But we still tend to look for a lot of ways to get out of facing those. We say that we want to go back to our busy lives of Netflix. Oh, I have so much to catch up on. Or I want to go back to my video games. Oh, my friends are waiting for me. And so much more and more excuses. And we tell ourselves that these aren't excuses. But really, you, us, we, me, we really just tend to push aside the important things that we have to discuss. And that's the purpose of this podcast as well. So do you have those questions bothering you in life, like doubts on God's existence and goodness, or feelings of like, you can't, you can't even put words to it. And it's fine. It's normal. Like right now with the coronavirus, a lot of people are feeling and thinking a ton of things. And it's so hard to place them into words sometimes. And so that's why I want to go, let us go back to the Bible. 
we go through different stories in the Bible and see how there are a ton of books and chapters exhibiting that, yeah, these human thoughts and emotions that we have, they're normal, they're experienced by even the greatest of Bible characters. And the Psalms is a perfect example of this. I've discussed this in a previous episode, but I really want to get into it more right now because I'm studying it and it has really been helping me and a lot of people I know who are actually studying it also to be able to process these emotions better. The Psalms served as a songbook of God's people to sing praises to Him and just worship God as a community. Think of it as like those um, heartbreak anthems that every person in your class knows by heart and can sing along once it plays, something like that. Similarly, it was a familiar tune to sing alongside one another, except it wasn't just to continue making us feel stuck with what we're feeling because sometimes we like that and it's more comfortable and familiar to stay with whatever we feel like I'm in the storm okay I'm sad listen to sad songs but it these are here to really process them and actually a third of the book of uh, psalms are laments laments like cries to God as the author is like being hunted by enemies or just feeling completely hopeless but even through those desperate pleas and prayers, all these authors in the Psalms make it a point to conclude back with praise and affirmation of their faith in God. So the Psalms begins with the chapter, um, chapter one, laying down the foundation for us to appreciate God's word and the songbook. So if you're uh, not type to open up the Bible or this isn't your faith, I just invite you to take this time. Maybe you can search it online or pick up a Bible that maybe is lying around your house. Uh, this is really a good time to explore the truth because, yeah, we live in a time of uncertainty. So I'll just read the entire chapter since it's just six verses. So Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So it starts by introducing us to how this man is blessed, not just in being set apart in all life circumstances and sitting, walking, standing, but really because he delights in the law of the Lord, verse 2. Honestly, back then, like since my audience for this article was initially to my high school, so their students, like initially back then when I was in high school and actually even in college, like I would go through a lot of books, like book after book. Like I would buy a book, read it, finish it until like 2 a.m. Because I really love reading. But then when I opened the Bible, honestly, I'd fall asleep after a paragraph. And who doesn't start out like this? We don't really take delight in knowing God's laws. Like, oh, they're laws, right? Like it feels like it's so constraining or reading his word. And this draws us to the importance of really meditating on it day and night, to really make time to take the time to ruminate on it and realize that, wow, these 
flaws are actually for us and they're amazing and you really see God's steadfast love and faithfulness and how every single detail ties all back together to the cross like even if in the old testament there's not a mention of like like oh jesus is here alive unlike new testament jesus is there it all points back to the cross like you, you'll see how there's so many connections parallelisms and really preparations the prophecies to prepare for it and like just thinking about it just excites me right now and i hope like someday as you take the time to delight in his law and his word and his like like love letter to you that you would also share this kind of delight in his word and I always wondered before, like, how pastors or, like, speakers or, like, Bible study teachers, how they get to really enjoy reading the Bible and um, be able to teach something new, even if they read the Bible year after year. Like, I get it now. Because I feel like even if I've read this already, like, three times, I can barely remember, like, certain parts. I can, I always discover something new. So by this man, delighting in God's law, he is blessed and he is firmly rooted. So he's very grounded. He doesn't get blown away, nor does he wither. And he even yields fruit. So that's verse 3 to 4. So let this just be an invitation for all of us to ask ourselves, when was the last time we really opened our Bibles to really take the time to listen to God and just read it? And I'm not talking about the times that we're in like a Bible study or um, someone just says, okay, open your Bible to, uh, but really taking the initiative to open it yourself to discover and to seek and understand. So it's not going to be a one big time effort and you'll not have any more questions at all because even now I still have so many questions, but I still have that peace in my heart because God is still my certainty. Like, even one of Jesus' disciples, Thomas, was skeptical about Christ and his resurrection. And he's quite known by this, right? Doubting Thomas, like, who doesn't know him? And it's very relevant since it aligns with Holy Week. And right now, it's also very prevalent, like fake news. Like, we always want to see, like, oh, evidence, give me the physical proof. But Thomas wanted to see the pierced hands inside of Jesus to prove it. So, okay, Jesus makes a special appearance for him, just for him, because he missed out on that first appearance to the other disciples. And Jesus still shows Thomas what he wanted to, to see in order to believe. He was patient, he didn't get mad, he didn't disown him as a disciple, humiliate him in front of everyone, like, wow, so you don't believe in me? You're not my disciple? I'll disown you. Are you like Judas or something? No, he didn't do that. He didn't rebuke him or humiliate him, put him on the spot. He just wanted him to believe. Like, as John 20, um, 24 to 29, please, um, I invite you to read that. And Jesus, Jesus just knows Thomas' heart. Like, Thomas was the one who said to the disciples in John 11, verse 16, let us also go that we may die with him. Like, you can see that he's very willing. He wants to be with Christ. And he was also the one who really wanted to be with Christ when he said, um, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In John chapter 14, verse 5 to 6. So it's, it, it's stunning, though, that Jesus kept talking about the resurrection and how he's going to come back. Yet, the disciples weren't able to have that click in their minds right away, especially Thomas. But this experience just made him have stronger faith. And 
so now that as we read it, we too may have stronger faith and just belief. So for what is faith? Faith is the assurance of the things that we hope for and the conviction of the things that we have not seen. So that's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. God has already shown us through who he is and what he has done. Like he has been faithful for all these years. Though we don't see it now like with everything that's happening, he is faithful. He is good. And he's our Lord and our Savior. There's nothing that can deny that. And it's enough for us to believe and be of no excuse to say that, oh, I need more more evidence. Like as Romans chapter 1 verse 20 says. So God wants to be with us and to have a relationship with us. Let this be a truth, a comforting truth to all of us. And with knowing that as a relationship, of course, it's like a two-way conversation, a two-way thing. Let's genuinely seek him through prayer and, of course, reading his word. And he will not forsake us, so don't worry about that. It's He is not like man that can disappoint us, who, who, who we don't want to put our hopes on because expectation equals disappointment. Let's not be like that because he won't forsake us. He will listen to us, as Jeremiah 29.13 says. It's easy to take it for granted, especially since, um, to my to my high school, to myself, like, I'm surrounded by Christian friends, teachers, and we're all born as Christians, something like that, Christians since birth, so it's easy to take it for granted, but our faith is our own conviction, it is our walk with God, and no one is going to believe for you and hope for you, but for yourself, so we're invited to dig deep and refine our understanding of God from knowing about him to truly knowing him. And in this way, we can confidently give the reason that we have hope. First Peter chapter 3, verse 15. Yeah, so ask yourself these questions and make an effort to reflect and answer. So just one loaded question. What have I been placing my faith on? Um, is it the truth? And if so, have I really been meditating and delighting in the truth? and investing my relationship with it, with him. So that's it for this episode. And I look forward to having more video podcasts with you guys. So let me know what kind of topics that you'd want me to dig deep into. I like exploring into different psychology, scientific concepts, along with my personal experiences, best practices, and of course, the word of God. So everything is interrelated. Like science does not debunk him because science is just the discovery of what is and that is what God has created. So I'm just so excited to explore all these with you guys. So let me know. You can connect with me on Instagram at StephSaison or if you want to connect formally, LinkedIn, you can search me up or um, just email me like at developmeforwe at gmail.com. So inquiries, questions, suggestions, they're all welcome. So I pray you... Take, I'll take the time to think through these answers to these critical questions. So don't forget that we all need to make the time to take the time. All right? Happy morning!